0: you doing i am tired same no after we had choreo yesterday all day Mm -hmm. which would normally be fine except i was just cleared for physical activity like a week ago so i haven't jumped into it yeah no i haven't done like any form of physical physical activity for the past like two or three months Solid. So then the first thing I do is four hours of dancing. Woohoo. That's certainly that's certainly something. Also, I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm fully uh sewing a little stuffed animal right now. So <laughs>
1: I just finished spending like the last two hours working on uh graduation mints, and I also spent time working on them this morning. So oh, what,
0: now, <laughs> uh... fun times, fun times. Yeah, not particularly.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. I see. Oh, intro. Uh, do you want to do the intro? Uh, I
1: could if I knew what week we were on. Ten. Week ten. Mm. Uh, Hello. Welcome back to the Trauma Podcast. This is week ten, the last section of race and ethnicity. (laughs) Woo. And in the slam poem...
0: uh... White girls in in my Spanish Spanish class. I have to ask yeah. so what your favorite is piece, piece of it was. Well, line it is hard. But piece, of okay. It. Let me pull out my notebook here. Um, like favorite line. We can do that. Cause I'd spent a long time since I <laughs> since I listened to it. I'm not gonna lie. Um. I really like the line. It's like, it's near the beginning. Uh, Do you feel less holy? She's talking about, Mm -hmm. I don't remember the exact context that she's talking about it, but I just remember it like really hitting hard, you know? It's
1: when you're speaking Spanish, do you feel less holy?
0: Okay, that's the context. Mm -hmm. But it was also um, uh, the few lines after. No, it's kind of near the middle to end is, like, how does it feel to owe your history nothing? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a new perspective on things, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially since, you know, I'm a white person, so <laughs> I don't have the most room to talk on this, you know? Like, it's not my place to tell people what they should feel. Yeah, But I just thought it was a really like a new way to think about things, I guess, especially if you don't talk about it a lot. Mm -hmm. And Mrs. Dean was like how she was saying how this is more of the controversial poem because it makes you think. I don't know. I just thought that was kind of, you know, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it's been a long day. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: I have to say, I liked, um, the fact that she kept asking, like, why are you here?
0: Oh, I did- I wrote that one down, too.
1: I liked just, like, the repetition of, like- and, like, it was used in, like, a slightly different context each time, but, like,
0: how it's still focused on
1: the fact that this isn't your history, and it's not your story. Why are you trying to take it from me?
0: Yeah, and then, uh... It's beginning to middle-ish. She, goes, she says Spanish is not my native tongue, and then after she says English is not my native tongue. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Yeah.
1: I also liked how uh, she said that when she was talking about how Spanish wasn't her native language, uh, and that it was, like, fed to her people by, like, at the edge of a sword.
0: Yeah. I liked
1: that. Basically saying that, I was forced to do this or die. It yeah. wasn't my choice.
0: Mm-hmm. There's definitely a lot to be explored with. Like, um, what it, what was it called? The Spanish composition. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to be explored with that.
1: A lot of fights and A lot of
0: really bloody history with that
1: and then moving into her page poem an american sunrise
0: yes let me pull that up really quick i'll see if i still have it pulled up i liked specifically the
1: section where it talks about uh we were surfacing the edge of our ancestors fights That almost, like, gave me that, like, same thought of, like, on the edge of a
0: sword falling either way. Yeah. Okay, I just pulled it up. I remember what I was going to say about all this now. Um, I think the few parts that, like, I wrote a lot of stuff down for this poem. Like, my entire page is just packed full mm-hmm my favorite line by far was sin was invented by the christians as was the devil i just really liked that one
1: mm-hmm.
0: to be honest like i get what this is talking about but i don't understand it you know
1: mm-hmm. since it's not something you've ever done or like had happen in your life it's hard to like fully comprehend
0: yeah like the int- i get it But I'll never truly understand it.
1: Or you hope you'll never understand it.
0: Well, yeah. It's... I interpreted it as... Like... Native American. Mm -hmm. Kind of. Because, you know, it's... Um... We were the heathens, but we needed to be saved from them. Uh... We are still America... And then at the beginning it says, it was difficult to lose days in the Indian bar if you were straight. So, I took it as Native American. But mm-hmm. There's definitely other interpretations. Yeah.
1: I have to say my favorite section is the very bottom. We know the rumors of our demise. We spit them out. They
0: die soon.
1: If I'm it's being almost- honest,
0: I, have n- I never understood what that meant.
1: I took it to mean how um, when the um, when the Native Americans were forced out of their homelands, there was a lot of like revolutions and fights, and like it was basically what most people viewed viewed that as like the death of the culture itself. Like That's true. it was either basically assimilate or suffer yeah and so most people choose to like change the way they lived in order to like give their children a better chance but there were some that I think what this focuses on is some of them stuck to their culture and like they decided that I'm gonna hold on to this even though people say it's dead yeah they're gonna regret what they did to our culture
0: yeah and what I wrote down was the, we still want justice line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's like the, we still want justice. Like we've wanted it forever and we've been trying to get it for so long and we still haven't gotten it. We still want it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was powerful. And I took it as like, you know, residential schools and the missing and murdered indigenous women and children movement.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then... Mrs. Dean was talking about, like, accountability with that. Yeah. And I think that's really important because the Catholic Church is the, you know, the organization that, you know, set up residential schools. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if and they still don't take accountability for that. Yeah. At least as far as I'm aware. So. Or if they do, they don't take enough take accountability for everything they'll be like yeah it was a bad thing that's happened but you know these people forgive us and it's like they can't forgive you because they're dead
1: yeah so it's like they can't acknowledge that it's not true because they're no longer here to tell their half the story
0: yeah it's like you can't do it's like we can't do anything about it now it's like We can't go back and change the past. It's like, okay, but you could at least say you're sorry for it. Like, God. Mm -hmm. But. I don't know. I always found, like, that whole situation just absolutely heartbreaking, but. Yeah. Especially since, you know, they're still finding children's bodies in these places. And their, like, families were told that they run away or they got sick but they were just, you know, murdered in cold blood.
1: Yeah. And then in uh, my page poem, How to Write the Great American Indian Novel, it basically focuses in on the fact that if a Native American is to be a main figure, in a any sort of book they're portrayed as something that is um basically contrary to what is true like they have to be like this like tragic person and they have to have this like very broken background and like it usually it says uh through most of it that um most of it is um if they're going to fall in love, it has to have some connection to white culture, and, like, the white person has to be in the right, and all the mistakes and the problems have to come from, like, the root of Indian culture, instead of basically saying that yes, both sides have their problems, and both are equal in needing to fix them.
0: Yeah. Last, that's your poem's pretty long, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I remember reading the first line and being like, well, that's certainly something.
1: Yeah. It's so. fairly sad,
0: but... But it's true.
1: It is. And it leads to a lot of problems in modern culture of people not understanding.
0: Yeah, like a lot of stereotypes and... Bad mm-hmm. representation in media comes from, you know, the stereotypes
1: and the things people read, and they choose to believe because oh, it's in writing, it must be true.
0: Yeah, they wouldn't it, be
1: able to put it in writing if it wasn't true to some degree.
0: Yeah, and like how Mrs. Dean always says, poetry is supposed to be true. Mm-hmm. You can't lie in poetry
1: but in a book you can.
0: True. No, in my poem, it's uh, becoming human. I liked the lines, uh, people are not born, they are made when they become human beings within ritual, tradition, purpose, responsibility. I just thought it was a really nice way of looking at, like, culture. It's like, we become human because of our culture. Like, it's what's, It's what makes us human is our culture, our family, our like unique individual experiences and lives.
1: Mm -hmm. I like in your poem, the last, very last stanza is our names are both Indian and American. We have so many names now. We don't know them all. In a sense, we have become more of a people than ever before. Yeah. I think I like almost the confusion, but like, The community that's in the line Mm -hmm. it's like they don't understand and like they can't commit to and like they don't really believe but they all are of the same opinion that these are the feelings that come with this kind of like broken situation
0: it's like we're both of these things and we don't know which one's right but we still have each other Mm -hmm. it's like we're still here we're still alive we're still human even if we don't know who we are anymore.
1: Yeah. It's like we still have these same qualities as everybody else, even if we don't understand it anymore.
0: Yeah. This, has been a, this is a really sad podcast. Wow. <laughs> we also don't have any interviews or a lyrical piece. This is short. Um, I don't know what else to talk about now. I
1: suppose that concludes this depressing uh, session of
0: the trauma podcast. I have been, in fact, sewing this whole time. Um, I'm sewing a little ghost. His name's Steve. Solid. I felt that was really important. We're keeping that in there. (laughs)
1: Uh, Next week is gender? Gender? No,
0: next week is spirituality.
1: Is spirituality? Okay.
0: Ooh. I'm gonna have a field day with that one.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be a...
0: Uh, oh yeah. yeah, get ready for that, Katie.
1: Yeah, I feel like we're gonna butt heads a little bit in this.
0: Yeah, but that's okay.
1: We'll survive.
0: Yeah, we'll still love each other. <laughs> I mean, hopefully. <laughs> I would hope,
1: but we'll see how the end of the week goes. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.